Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I got a new boy. All right, welcome back. Chris Gordy Show, Sports 1280 New Orleans. We just had Jared Roser on from TigerDetails.com talking some LSU. Now we transition talk some Saints with our buddy Amos Morale from NOLA.com. And Amos, uh, Jared said to tell you thank you for letting him stay at your place over the weekend and hope he hopes you enjoyed the bread pudding. <laughs> it was Mandina's. It's a strong bread pudding. <laughs> he also asked me to ask you what your favorite hummus is. Uh, I'm a guacamole guy. Okay. I think I'm with you. I, I can't stand hummus. My 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 now wife eats hummus, and it just smells absolutely t- terrible. So I, uh, I'm i with you on that. I'm a guac guy as well. Uh, let's get into the Saints. I know you're uh, out there practice, going to get going here in a little bit. Um, takeaways from last weekend. I think we were uh, pretty impressed, I'd say, with Taysom Hill much more this week than we were in week two. Well, obviously, you, you saw him, uh, you know, when he had his opportunities as a passer, you looked better. Um, didn't turn the ball over as much uh, as, you know, he did in that second preseason game. And then, obviously, you saw what he can bring elsewhere, uh, you know, on that fake punt and just what his athleticism can do uh, on special teams and just the value he brings to this team. Uh, did we get any clarity on the running back spot? I mean, I think everybody, all the guys have kind of had their moments. You know, Jonathan Williams in, in week one. I thought uh, last week Terrence West had a couple of good runs. And then this past week, uh, Boston Scott had some good moments. Where are we with the running back position? Is it any clearer? Well, I mean, you got to think Jonathan Williams has really kind of put himself in position to get a uh... The lion's share of those uh, carries while Mark Ingram was going to be out on those first four games. You know, he's been real consistent throughout practice, and he's, you know, carried those uh, practice reps into the game, and he's played really well when he's gotten the ball in the game. So you got to think he's kind uh, of in the driver's seat there. Boston Scott, they're really looking at, uh, you know, they're really hoping he can come in and uh, kind of impact him on special teams, but they do like what he can do as a runner out of the backfield and when he can get the ball in his hands, particularly with some space. I mean, you know, we've seen it a couple weeks in a row uh, when you know he puts that spin move on, just how effective that's looked. So um, that's one of the things I think. Uh, you know, you got to be impressed with those two guys, and I, you got to think that Jonathan Williams, though, has kind of done a little bit more to put himself in position to get that uh, to, I guess, be the second back those first few weeks. I think overall, pretty pleased too with what we saw out of Marcus Davenport in his debut. Um, you know, look, it wasn't all pretty, but. I think we, if you're a Saints fan, you're encouraged by what you saw last week. Well, yeah, no, I mean, obviously with a, a first-round pick that the team has put so much into in terms of, a, you know, a draft, trading up a draft pick this year and next year's first-rounder to get him. So I think uh, you got to be pleased with the fact that, you know, he went out there despite the fact that he hadn't really been practicing with the team. You know, he'd missed almost uh, two weeks of practice with that injury, so... He uh, was able to go out there. You saw the athleticism. You saw the strength and the speed that the uh, coaches were raving about when they took him. Um, you know, that open field tackle was one that really impressed me. Uh, you know, he just kind of stopped a guy, you know, who looked like he was getting his, uh, had a full head of steam going. And, and you know, you just kind of grabbed him and brought him down. And, 
you know, that's the kind of thing you want to see from a guy like that. Uh, you want him to be able to come up and run support. You want him to be able to, you know, pressure the quarterback, which we saw him, uh, you know, uh, do a couple of, on a couple of occasions. So, uh, you figure you factor him in there, you know, opposite of Cam Jordan with Alex Okafor on the opposite side of the field, uh, you know, splitting reps between those guys. You, you can see, uh, you know, he can uh, add some serious depth and, uh, you know, keep that defensive line fresh and that, uh, consistent pressure on these opposing quarterbacks. Uh, the wide receiver position, Traquan Smith continues to wow us. That guy just catches everything thrown his way. Um, what do you think of the depth there? What Who... I mean, Tommy Lewis had some good grabs as well, but, um, I mean, is it kind of, we, we, we know who the top five guys are going to be, and that's kind of it? I mean, you got to think, uh, you know, Michael Thomas is your number one guy. Ted Yen's not going anywhere, um, although with the emergence of Traquan, Ted Yen's role might be shifting a little bit more. They might be asking him, they're going to ask him to do more specific things, Um and then Cameron Meredith is obviously a lock on this roster, but, um, you know, Traquan, I think he's really turned heads out here at training camp. I know, uh, you know, the coaching staff talked to him at the beginning of the season. They, they thought, uh, you know, obviously his college film, he was a deep ball guy and they expected, uh, they were expecting him to bring that element to the offense, but he was able to, you know, show him that, like, he can do a lot more things. You know, he's made a lot of catches coming across the middle. We've seen in preseason games. He showed he's got a good set of hands, and we showed that he, uh, we've seen him, you know, even do some nice work on screen. So he's a guy that uh, I think has really put himself in position to see more of the field and get a little bit more reps in the regular season than I think even he was expecting to when uh, he signed on board with the team. All right. Uh, as we wrap wrap things up here, Amos, fourth preseason game, I don't think there's – there's very few things I hate more in this life than the fourth preseason game. Give me, give me one or two reasons to watch. Why am I intrigued by by watching this game against the Rams Thursday night? I think this for a lot of guys is going to be their final impression, and because of the way uh, you know the uh, cutting the cut down day is now, it's all going to happen following this preseason game. You're going to see a lot of guys, you know, kind of get their last uh, chance to impress that maybe wouldn't have been on the roster coming into this fourth preseason game. So um, I guess one thing I'd want to watch is I want to see uh, you know, what Taysom Hill does with the reps he's given in this game um, because, you know, he's fighting for that backup job, even though I think Tom Savage has been a little bit more consistent throughout the preseason. So uh, he's, you know, a big reason because, you know, if he can go out there and really impress, you know, maybe he can win that backup job. And then obviously uh, you're going to want to watch the uh, running backs. you got to think you're going to see uh, – a little bit more run out of Boston Scott and see what he could do with a you know heavier workload. Is there one guy you think that's on the bubble that can earn his spot Thursday night? Hmm, uh, I gotta say, uh, gotta be thinking of it's you know the the bubble guys that are really that you know are really trying to you know use these opportunities in games. Some of the defensive linemen, uh, maybe I would say. A guy like Deverell Lawrence, who, you know, was really impressed during training camp. You know, this could be a game where he could use this to really kind of separate himself from some of those other young defensive linemen like Taylor Stallworth or Woodrow Hamilton or even Jay Bromley. Uh, he could you know, go out there and kind of establish that, you know, he should be that fourth defensive tackle in that rotation. He is Amos Round. NOLA.com does a tremendous job covering the Saints and everything else. Uh, Amos, thanks for uh, taking some time out. I know you're heading to practice right now. We'll uh, catch up with you again soon, all right? Absolutely. All right, thanks a lot. Amos Morale there, NOLA.com.
appreciate him jumping on with us and talking some Saints stuff uh, with us. I know he was kind of up against it with heading out to the practice field, but uh, appreciate him getting in with us and uh, sharing some thoughts. Uh, 504-260-1280 is the number, 260-1280. If you guys want to jump in, a lot of stuff on the table today. we got LSU, we got the Saints, we got Tulane. Anything you guys want to touch on, we'll talk on it. Let's uh, let's grab a phone call here before we grab our bottom-of-the-hour break. Let's get Steve calling from Mandeville in here. Steve, what's up, man? Uh, well, i got two questions. One, uh, is Mark Ingram going to count against the 53-man roster for the four weeks? No. He is uh, he's an inactive player, so you, uh, you, okay. you get you, somebody else will take his spot. Yeah, okay, that's good. That's good because that's what we're going to need to, you know, we see the running backs, you know, a little better. The other question is, if uh, Taysom Hill keeps looking this good, uh, do you think uh, Tom Savage may be ineligible going into the games and, like, say, uh, Drew Brees got hurt, Taysom Hill would just finish that game and Tom Savage would come up next week. No, I, I still think right now, unless something changes here drastically uh, in, in the final days of, of training camp and the final preseason game, I, I, I mean, I'm going to go on a limb and say, Drew Brees is your starter, Tom Savage is the backup, Taysom Hill is your third-string quarterback slash special team starter. Yeah, but I'm saying he's uh, going to be on the field because he's special team starter. Right, right. So wouldn't it be kind of smart to say Tom Savage is – you know, not eligible for the game because you know, if if Drew Brees got hurt, let Jason Hill, Taysom Hill, play it for the rest of that game and bring no, Tom Savage in. I still think they feel like Savage is their is their best shot as a backup. So right. if Brees goes down, it's Savage. It's Savage uh, taking over. Yeah. Okay. Thanks a bunch. Thanks for the call, Steve. No, I mean that's the tricky part, and I've been talking about that all off season. Is you know, you're going to have three active quarterbacks on game day. Again, if some, unless something changes, unless they absolutely just love what they've seen out of Taysom Hill the past week and a half and want to move him as the primary backup guy, which again is a risk because the guy plays on special teams. So God forbid something happens where you know Taysom Hill's running down the field and on a special teams play and he gets concussed and he's got to leave the game and the next play, offense comes out and Drew Brees gets hurt. Then what do you do? You're screwed. You got to run Thomas Morstead out there, quarterback or something. So, no, I mean they're gonna they're gonna carry three active quarterbacks. It feels like it'll be Breeze as a starter, Savage as your backup, and Taysom Hill as your special teams guy who will be active because he plays very well on special teams, and you need that. Uh, it just makes one less number elsewhere on the roster when you talk about a fifth active 53 man. So, um, you know, it is something to consider. But again, I like like what we've seen out of Taysom Hill. And look, I would not be surprised at this point, from what we saw out of him the, the past couple weeks of the preseason, I'm going to tell you right now, Sean Payton loves his toys, loves his weapons. Saints, Bucks, September 9th, would not be surprised if there's a package where Taysom Hill comes out. You know, Saints get into the red zone, here comes Taysom Hill, a quarterback, on a designed run. Because he's shown. He's got the wheels. And again, I've talked about that all preseason. We know what he can do with the football in his hands when he takes off and runs. I've just wanted to see more of him developing as a passer. And we saw a little bit of that last week. You know, he still took off and ran a good bit. But I like him sitting there in the pocket and finding the receiver because that's how he's going to... When you talk about a project or developmental quarterback or the future at the quarterback position, that's how Taysom Hill is going to develop into a, a potential you know starter in this league is... 
by continue to stay in the pocket and develop as a passer. And again, that that other part of his game, and it is part of his game, the mobility and, and tucking it and running it. But again, we know he can do that throughout the preseason. I'm going, no, show me, show me you're developing as a passer. Show me you're taking those steps to improve uh, your game as a as a as a thrower because again we know what you can do with the run uh, as a running back. Um, I say running back as a, as a quarterback who tucks it and runs. But again, that's an asset. I I think I would not be surprised if Sean Payton utilizes in in some regular season games, put in some packages where Taysom Hill comes in and 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 you know what you do too. I mean, it's almost like the Tebow thing from years ago at Florida. When he checks into the game, it's like, oh, God, here he comes. He's running it. And then you do, you know, you catch the defense off guard. You bring Jason Mill in. Okay, the last few times we've seen him come in, he runs it and then, you know, steps back and throws the ball. So, anyway, just another weapon I think that Sean Payton may utilize. Would not surprise me if they have a package or two that involves Taysom Hill coming in on the offensive side. But on the flip side of that, do you really want to be taking a snap or two away from Drew Brees? You really want to be taking the ball out of number nine's hands to run a gimmick play, as some people might say. It's funny. If it works, hell yeah. Great trick. Great, great trickeration there, Sean. Great, good scheme there. And if it doesn't work, what the hell are they doing? What are they running that gadget BS? Play, play, play real football. That's how it goes as a fan. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back. If you guys want to jump in, 504 260 1280. 260 1280. You got more we got to get into. Continue to talk some Saints, hit on some NFL stuff as well. It's Chris Gordy Show. Stay with us. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.